Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, Wonderment Chasers. Oh my goodness. It is June, so welcome to June. And we are starting a new podcast theme. I am really, really excited about this one. And so let's just dive on in. So our new theme is all about feelings. And if you know me, then you know that I am a feeler, like super empath, um, just really, really much, just a big feeler. (laughs) Feel all the feels, right? And so as we start out this whole series, I just want to say that you are allowed to feel your feelings. You're allowed to have feelings and you're allowed to feel your feelings. And so the reason that I'm saying this is because there are typically two different kind of categories of people. There's thinkers and feelers. Thinkers are very logical. They make decisions based from a place of logic and what makes logical sense. And a lot of them don't really think that much about feelings. And on the flip side of that are the feelers. And we are the people that really have a lot of big feelings And um, it's very hard for us sometimes to figure out how to survive in a world where we need to make logical decisions um, and still have feelings. And so what ends up happening is if you are in close relationship with a thinker, sometimes you feel shame or guilt or like you're doing life wrong because you make decisions based off of your feelings. And so I just want you to remember that there's nothing wrong with that. You may even be like gaslighting yourself and thinking like, well, I can't do that because I can't make that decision because that's just what I feel and I shouldn't be doing that because of reasons, you know. Um, You may feel a lot of self-doubt because you've been told or you're telling yourself, well, that's not logical. Like, why would I make that decision based on this feeling that I have um, instead of what logically makes sense? And so I just want to start this whole thing out with reminding you that you are allowed to have feelings and you are allowed to feel your feelings. And this is like the part I want you to focus on the most. You are allowed to let your feelings and the desires you have help you create the kind of life you want. That is, that, that, oh my gosh, it is so crucial. It is so important for you to understand that, that your feelings, I believe, play a huge part in helping you chase wonderment and live your best life. And if we are constantly shutting them down, turning them off, thinking that they're not logical, thinking that it doesn't make sense, telling ourselves that it's stupid to feel that way or whatever narrative you have in your head, then you are going to really struggle to find alignment in your life and to honestly live your best life because you're shutting off this huge portion of who you are. Look, I believe 
that feelings are a gift from God. And I believe that they are here for a reason, the good ones and the bad ones, okay? And so if you are have spent time in your life feeling like it's illogical or not knowing how to kind of address these things that you're feeling, then it's going to take you some time to un unwrite that mindset shift or that that mindset of like, well, I can't do this because, you know, that's just a feeling or that's stupid because it's a feeling and I shouldn't lean into that, whatever. So just a reminder, you are allowed to have feelings. You are allowed to feel your feelings and you are allowed to let your feelings help you create the kind of life that you want. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll understand that I think that feelings are actually really, really important to helping you live a better life, um, including the bad ones. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today is what to do with your feelings of frustration, um, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, whatever you call it. I typically call it overwhelmed. Like I'll be like, I'm so overwhelmed. That's my go-to word. Other people say stress. Other people, I don't know what your feeling, uh, (laughs) your choice feeling is. Um, But when it's what we'll call in air quotes a negative feeling, what do you do? And so before we get started, again, I want to give one more disclaimer. I am not talking about feelings as it relates to anxiety or depression in like a sense that you need medical help or counseling or therapy, okay? So if you are in a place where you are wondering if you're struggling with depression or anxiety or you kind of know it, please, please, please like turn off this episode and go find a counselor, a therapist, a doctor. No amount of mindset work in the world can help. If there is something wrong in your body, if you have a chemical imbalance, if you need more professional help, like y'all, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. I'm just a girl who's sharing what she's learned in order to help her live a, you live a better life. Like, that's what I'm here for. And so if you think for a second, if you've ever thought, like, maybe I should get counseling, I feel like that's a sign. And so um, just want to put that out there. I'm not talking when I, when I talk about feelings of, you know, frustration or sadness or anxiety, I'm not talking about having anxiety and needing professional help. Got it? All right. Okay, so what do you do when you are feeling some kind of way? Whatever that way looks or feels like. I don't know. You you choose your term. The first thing that I want you to do is I want you to sit with it. Ugh. <laughs> None of us like to hear that. <laughs> Especially not me. I'm an Enneagram 7. I don't want to sit with anything that's negative, okay? Um, but so often we try to bust past it. Or we try to ignore it, or we try to avoid it, or we try to pretend it doesn't exist, or whatever. Um, And so often we find ourselves in this place where we're feeling some type of way, and then we're like, how do I move past it? And I was talking with a client recently who had this exact same um, thing, and she was like, I know I can feel it coming on, I know it's coming on, and I don't know how to get it to go away. And I was like, all right, but but why though? Um, (laughs) And so why are we trying to move past it in such a fast manner when I believe that feelings are, um, they're a gift. 
They are an absolute gift. And often we think that we need to move past the negative ones or go around them as fast as we can, or again, ignore it, pretend it doesn't exist, avoid it, whatever. When in reality, it's kind of like, it's like a warning sign, right? And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, But one of the most amazing things that I learned that has really helped me a lot is most of the time feelings take around one to three minutes to kind of work their way through your body, right? Mind blown. <laughs> um, oftentimes we're feeling some type of way and then we're getting so stressed and maybe you're overthinking and you're like, why am I feeling like this? I don't want to feel like this. I don't like this. I have other things I need to do. I don't have time for this. Um, or you're scared that you're going to go back into, um, you know, a really not great place. You're, you're afraid that you're going to slip into, um, depression again or something like that. And so we try to move past it, but often if we just, just calm ourselves down and like, okay, this is going to go away. Like this feeling is here for a reason and it's going to go away. It's not going to be here forever. And in about two to three minutes, it will kind of have worked its way through your brain and your body. And then you can, you can kind of move on with your day. But sometimes that doesn't necessarily work. I mean, like anger, um, momentary frustration, stuff like that, those feelings can work their way through your, your body until you are in a better place to handle whatever caused that feeling, right? But sometimes they're bigger than that. And so I, I truly believe that feelings are warning signs. They are massive red flags in our lives. And if we're trying to avoid them, then we're missing their whole point, which is to tell you something. And they can be subtle, they can be really loud, they can have patterns, they can come back over and over again. And so what often happens is that if you're not listening to that, if you're not paying attention to that, and you're trying to ignore it or avoid it, then you're kind of missing the whole point of having feelings, which is that your body and your emotions are trying to tell you something. They're trying to warn you about something. They're trying to say like, hey, this is a problem and and it's not going to be good for you if you don't pay attention. And so they come back again and again and again, right? So often when when they're warning signs, it's, it's your subconscious noticing that there's a pattern. And maybe you are in a relationship with someone and you see this pattern coming up over and over again and you're trying to talk about it or you don't know how to talk about it so you're pretending it doesn't exist, but you need to get them to listen, right? Like you're seeing this pattern in their lives, in your friendship with them or whatever, and you need to speak up and be like, hey, I see this. It's making me feel some type of way. What can we do about it? Maybe it's that um, you are in a friendship with someone and they are completely steamrolling over you and you need to set boundaries. But because you're ignoring that feeling of tension or um, just kind of like your heels dug in like a goat. <laughs> I've had that feeling before. Um Maybe it's a a warning sign that you need to set more boundaries. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed and exhausted because you are so, so tired and you're pouring yourself out and you're not taking care of your most basic needs, right? Maybe it's something to do with your hormones because girls, we all have them and whether we like it or not, they affect our lives. And sometimes those patterns that we see um, really can be related to our hormonal cycles, So the first thing that I want you to do when you're feeling some type of way is I want you to notice them. 
I know, it's so simple and yet so complicated. <laughs> I want you to notice your feelings. I want you to see if there are any patterns. If there are, when are they? Where are they? Are, are they happening in a particular place? Um, if you are a pattern seer, then this is going to be easier for you. You're going to notice it more often. You're probably going to see it faster. And so um, if you're not a pattern person, if you don't notice patterns in things, um, I, I do. Like I can see when I feel like things are kind of recurring over and over again. Um, but there are people that don't notice patterns. And if you're not someone who notices patterns, you can ask a friend or someone that you trust like, hey, do you see any, um, you know, emotional fluctuations in me? Is it a pattern? Is it like a monthly thing? You know, <laughs> because again, those patterns, Patterns can very much be played from our hormones. And so there is a time in the month, once a week, or once a month, where for about a week, three, usually three to four days, that I am like worthless. I just, I not that I'm necessarily like really sad, I just have no joy exuding. I'm, I don't feel like I'm like over, uh, overbounding with joy, right? And so I'm just kind of like, meh. <laughs> And what I've noticed is it is very, very much cyclical. It's related to my cycle. And in the past, I used to beat myself up over that and feel like I was failing because I was letting things go on the house or letting things go on my to-do list. Now I realize it's a pattern. I need to work on my hormone health, which I've been doing for a while now. And it not only has the pattern eased, but I've also given myself grace for that, for when I know those days are coming. Like on those days, my job is not to conquer the world. My job is to survive and watch a healthy amount of Netflix, right? Like <laughs> feed the kids, feed me and my, my hubby and, and enjoy, just relax and take the pressure off. Um, so this is why looking for patterns can be really, really helpful because sometimes you can find them when you weren't like looking for them. Like you didn't realize there was a pattern because you're just busy trying to make it go away. You're trying to make it, you know, it, you're trying to ignore it. You're trying to pretend it doesn't exist. You're telling yourself it's not logical. So why shouldn't I push through? Um, and again, if you are not someone that notices your feeling or your patterns, then ask someone that you trust. And with this, can this um, idea of noticing can be really helped if you are a journaler or even if you have a planner um, or a notes app in your phone. If you notice that you're feeling some type of way, write what you're feeling down in your notes app and just put a date beside it or put it on that day on your um, your weekly planner or wherever you could best um, look at it. Because guess what? If that feeling comes up again and it is cyclical, then you can look back and be like, oh, hey, I was feeling this way six weeks ago. What was going on? What was going on in my life? What was going on at work? What was going on um, in whatever, you know, other extracurriculars that we have going on? Um, why is this coming up again? And what does that look like? You know, so that can help a lot. Um, so notice your feelings and track them. Find a way to write them down in a place where you can go back and look over them, whether it's in a planner, a journal, or even a note on your phone. And then the next thing that I would so encourage you to do is it is the simplest journaling exercise like in the world, in the world, but also kind of not. <laughs> and I call it the five whys. 
So essentially what I have learned in my own life is sometimes I'm feeling some type of way and I want to go past it. I just want it to go away. I want to pretend it doesn't exist. Um, I want to avoid it, whatever. But there's actually a root cause. And again, sometimes we can find that root cause based in cycles, in patterns that we see, um, in people that we're spending time around that um, maybe are, um, you know, taking advantage and we haven't really seen that yet. Um, Like maybe someone you need to set boundaries around or something like that. But sometimes it's even deeper than that. And that's when I really recommend using the five whys. I have used this exercise to work through so, so many of my own mindset blocks and my own bad days and sad days. And so this exercise is just massively helpful. So here it is. Again, it's super easy. Basically, you grab a journal or a note on your phone, open it up and write down, I am feeling or here's what I'm feeling and fill out, fill in the blank, right? Like, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed out. I'm feeling exhausted um, emotionally or mentally. I'm feeling like I'm overthinking. Then I want you to ask yourself the question, why? Literally write it on the page, why? And you answer the very first thing that pops into your mind. Sometimes it's like a one line. Sometimes it's like everything in the kitchen sink gets thrown up on a piece of paper. Um, Then I want you to continue asking the question, why? And if there is a deeper root here, then you're going to figure it out. Typically between three to six whys is when I found, um, usually it's right around four for me. (laughs) You can tell I've done this exercise a lot. Um, But oftentimes what ends up happening is we might not have the words to explain what we're feeling or why we're feeling what we're feeling. And this exercise forces you to think deeper and deeper and deeper about the why. And when you find the why, you typically have like a very clear response. Like you'll feel like your brain exploded or uh, you might get chills or shivers. Um, or just like a really big aha moment, like, oh my gosh, I did not realize this was at the root cause. And so the reason this is so helpful is because once you can get to the root cause of why you're feeling this way, that's when you can start to change. Now, you can absolutely wallow. Like if it's something where you just are like, I'm feeling this way and there's really nothing I want to change about it, I just want to wallow. Girl, go for it. But at least you know why you're feeling that way. At least you have kind of an answer. Give yourself time and space to wallow. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't want to stay stuck there, that is like the golden opportunity. Once you uncover why you're feeling this way, now you can actually do something about it. Because again, oftentimes we're trying to pretend that it doesn't exist, ignore it, avoid it, whatever. And so we're not clearing up the the root issue. So it's going to keep coming back over and over and over again. And I'm not saying that this won't come back again, but it will come back much less often once you get to the root. And now that you know, okay, I see that I was spending time with this friend who I love and I care about deeply, but this friend makes me feel drained. Why am I feeling drained? I'm feeling drained because um, they're a hyperactive, 
you know, Energizer Bunny and I'm an introvert and after an entire day with them, I'm exhausted. Okay, so now you know that if an entire day with them exhausts you, spend two hours next time and be like, hey, I got to go home. I've got another appointment. I've got something I got to do, whatever, and set a boundary around that and see if it works. Because again, we're, we're all about testing around here. It's not figuring out the perfect method. Um, this is when the good stuff happens. Like once you uncover, once you do the five whys and you find that there's a root cause and you begin to realize, oh, this is actually the problem. Here's how I need to start to address it. Maybe it is related to your hormones and you notice it and it's horrendous and you hate it and you're miserable and sad for a week out of every month. Okay, go to the doctor. <laughs> right? Like you're noticing that this is a problem. Go to a naturopath, get your hormones tested, get your vitamin levels checked, do the things to make sure that you are able to operate and function in the way that you need to so that you can live your best life. Like, is it always going to be perfect? No, I'm telling you right now, life is never going to be perfect. And we're always going to have things that make us sad or anxious or worried or stressed out or overwhelmed. That's just life. But the good news is, is that when we feel some type of way, we don't have to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist or tell ourselves it's not logical. We can look at these as gifts and these feelings as warning signs and take a closer look and think, okay, maybe this is actually telling me something. Maybe there's actually a point to all of this and we just need to be willing to do the work to get to that kind of deeper root cause of why am I feeling like this? And once we uncover that, the good news is, is it's only up from here because now you understand the root cause, you see how it's causing the cause and effect in your life and you get to change that in little shifts and figure out what works, what doesn't. I think feelings are so good and they're such gifts and often, again, it's just we, we feel like or think that we shouldn't give them any more space, particularly the negative ones because they're not as fun, right? Um, but I really do think that they're gifts and this is why when we do group goal setting that um, we talk about our feelings and we write about our feelings and how we want to feel in our lives and what that looks like. So we actually kind of start from this really big picture, like all up in our feels. And then we start to kind of narrow it down into like a more logical thing we can handle, thing we can tweak, things we can um, work towards. But we're starting with this big picture idea of, how do I want to feel? And if you're not living your life and feeling the feelings that you want to on a consistent basis, then then you can start to ask why. And again, sometimes this has to do with our mindset, but often it has to do with the fact that we are turning off these red flags and we're not starting from a place of intention and um, purpose when we are waking up every day and, and planning for the week or um, trying to be more intentional with the way that we live our lives. All right, there is one other type of feeling that I just want to cover, and I'm going to be a little woo, but it's who I am, so hang with me. Like I said, I believe that feelings are a gift from God. And I firmly believe that our intuition is also a gift from God. And sometimes we get intuitive like nudges 
that don't seem to make sense, right? And sometimes we think our feelings don't make sense, but sometimes our intuit intuitive, wow, why can I not say that with the proper enunciation, intuitive nudges, we don't give them enough time of day. And if you are a woman, if you are a mama, please hear me. Always, always, always listen to those intuitive nudges. And again, if we are, um, if we are constantly telling ourselves that feelings don't make sense or it's not logical or whatever, then often we try to shut those down. And I just would so encourage you, please don't shut down the intuitive nudges. You know what they feel like. You know, um, you know that like warning sign in your head. Um, I had one when our son was little. He woke up one morning, had had no signs of a cold or anything. Um, not even a snuffy nose, like no snot anywhere. And he coughed and I thought, I need to get him to the doctor. Now I'm not one of those moms that like takes your kids to the doctor when they like have a runny nose. I usually will wait and see, is it getting worse? Is it getting better? Is this a cold? You know, do we need to really go to the doctor or can he work work through this and let his immune system do the job, right? So that's the kind of mom I am. I'm, I'm pretty old fashioned when it comes to stuff like that. And so I had this thought of like, he needs to get to the doctor now. And I thought, that's crazy, again, because because in my brain, I'm like, well, that's not really logical. He's not even been sick. Um, and so I called my husband, and I was like, I know this sounds crazy, but I think I need to get him to the doctor. And he was like, absolutely, trust your gut, take him to the doctor. So I got him there, and do you know he had pneumonia in one lung? Pneumonia. Like, guys, apparently he had had allergies, and it was dripping down, like, the back of his neck, but he wasn't snotty. And so it had gotten in his lungs and he was on antibiotics. He was fine. <laughs> but I would not have known that. And it could have he could have gotten really sick really fast if I had not listened to that intuitive nudge. So if you get an intuitive nudge, just one more bit of encouragement to listen to that because I don't believe that we get them on accident. Um, sometimes our feelings don't seem logical, but they end up making so much sense. And that is what I want you to walk away from with today is that when you are feeling some kind of way, whether that's overwhelmed, stress, anxiety, um, exhaustion, whatever you want to call it, if you notice certain feelings coming back over and over and over again, please don't ignore it please give it a minute. Give it some time to process and figure out if it's a pattern. Um, look at it. See if there's something that's causing it. What's that deeper why? Do the five stages of why prompt in a journal or in a notes app on your phone. Track your feelings. See if they're coming back over and over and over again. See if there's a correlation with anything that's going on in your life. I just really hope that you'll give your feelings the time of day because, girl, they're a gift. They're not an accident. They are not illogical. They are here for a reason. And by the way, so are you. All right, that is all I have for you today. I cannot wait to chat again next week. Again, we're going to be deep diving into feelings for this entire month, so it's going to be a good one. All right, um, if you are interested in goal setting, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, just a heads up, the um, group coaching will be opening this week. So if you are interested in that, head to...
chasingwonderment.com forward slash group and you can get on the wait list. You'll get all the info. I've already had people asking about it, which is really exciting. Um, so I cannot wait to see where that goes this time around. And if you want a personalized mindset coaching session with me, I offer free wonder sessions. You can find those at www.chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. And basically it's half hour of my time. We meet on Zoom and we chat about what's going on with your life and hopefully find you one simple step to help you start chasing wonderment. They're like completely free. I just love getting to meet people and encouraging them. So if that's something you're interested in or if you wanna chat about group goal setting, um, you're gonna hear more about that group soon um, especially on Instagram. I'm over there at Chasing Wonderment. I would love to hear from you. Thanks for being here, and I hope you have an amazing week. Friend, whatever else you do, listen to your feelings and keep chasing wonderment. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it, and I would love to get to know you.